What's up, guys? It is Phoebe Goodwin here. Welcome back to Album Digest, where we dive deep into albums in hopes of learning more about artists and their music. This week, Fall really decided to burst out of her shell, and this morning I awoke, was watering my flowers, and there was a slight chill in the air. It was wonderful, it was fall, it was brisk, it was exactly what I needed after a long, hot summer. And so, of course, of course, when fall hits the air, you have to play a country album at some point during the day, because what's more fall than some country music? Um... This week, I am so, so excited to be going through Marcus King's El Dorado album. Marcus King is, in my opinion, kind of like that up-and-coming Chris Stapleton sort of figure for my generation. You know, he's around 26 years old, but sounds like he is about 67 and has been playing the guitar since he was two years old it feels like but alas he was born in 1996 but has this old soul that is so refreshing and so different from so many country music stars of today's time he has this soulful voice of a man who has lived eight lives and fought in like 12 different wars it's rich it's passionate it's effortless it is marcus king His website describes him as this. Marcus King was downright destined to play music. By eight years old, the fourth generation Greenville, South Carolina native performed alongside Pops, Grandpa, and his uncles for the first time. So this is not something new or unique for the King family. They are known for reproducing some of the world's most talented men, I suppose, but... In my opinion, Marcus King has one of the best voices of all time, at least for this time right now. I, I just love his voice. I love it. And you're going you're gonna to hear why very shortly, and I'm so excited to get into this album. So we're going to start off, coincidentally, with one of my favorite Marcus King songs, if not my favorite Marcus King song. It's titled Young Man's Dream. It has this classic guitar-picking melody. It's a very, very simple song. But it tells this beautiful story of kind of what his life looked like. He left home when he was 17. His feet were dirty, but his soul was clean while he was on this journey to find the young man's dream. He fell in love in Illinois, but she used him and left him out to dry. And he still kind of hung up on this girl. These harmonies come in on the chorus as he talks about how coming back home takes a while. Finding your way back to where you were takes a long time. But when you look at the world through electric eyes, you are opened up to this whole new way of life. There's this electric guitar montage near the middle of the song, middle to the end of the song. And it is just like, you can just see him on stage and everyone is cheering and I'm crying and I can't even believe what's happening before my eyes because it's just this effortless talent that he has it's almost frustrating of just like how are you so talented and you make it look so easy and so natural and so normal 
when really for a lot of people this kind of talent takes a really long time but he's only 26 and it sounds like he's been playing the guitar for at least 40 years and it's just the electric guitar montage is just so different from the earthy tones of the rest of the song and so it's just this really interesting sound that contrasts so heavily to what the other part of the song is doing and so it's just this really interesting difference and kind of this contrast and I think he just places that so strategically and so it's really really cool to hear about that but he does that um strategy that I really like with the songwriting where you end the song the same way you began it and I just think that this creates this full circle moment and it makes you hear the first line of the song completely differently at the end than when it was played at the beginning and so you can kind of see this full circle journey again that I was saying that he is trying to depict in the song But my soul was clean I'm 
The next track, titled The Well, is quite a different sound and feel to Young Man's Dream. It has a sort of rock and roll, just classic, crazy feel to it. I don't really know else how to describe it. But it has this ringing tone at the beginning, and then just the electric electric guitar just totally opens up and it's kind of this rock star masterpiece he really brings out the raspiness of his voice kind of the earthy tones of just the soul and the rasp and kind of the grunge part of him comes out in the song and the drum beats while he sings the verse and that's it and so it's just his voice and the drum and then in between each verse is when the music comes in And I think that's just really cool. And throughout the song, he kind of talks about his background growing up in a religious household and how that affected his view of the church. And so throughout this song, it kind of explains how this church tried to curse his soul. And and so he felt kind of rejected from that community. And so he really turned to rock and roll and to music um, to give him this water from the well that his mom told him about. So this is a super interesting song. I think it's really interesting, again, that he created this to be such a rock and roll, rock star masterpiece when he's talking about his religious background. Because a lot of times when you think of growing up in the church, you don't think of rock and roll. Um, And so I think that's super cool how he did that. But this song is completely different from the last one we listened to. And it just shows how many different ways his voice can go. Till the work was done I was a preaching by the fires of hell If you want to drink the water Got to go to the well The cornerstone church Trying to curse my soul Son and Holy Ghost 
The next track, Wildflowers and Wine, is probably the one that Marcus King is most famously known for. I know that's the song that really brought me into this wonderful artist and all of his music. And I think you'll see very shortly why this song is a lot of people's favorites. Um, It is just one of those songs that you hear and you're like, goodness gracious, where has this man been my whole life? Where can I find someone to write a song about me like this? His way with words is so cool. I love it. I think these lyrics are what I value most in artists, no matter how their songs sound. I think if their lyrics are interesting and intriguing and kind of pull you in, I think that's such a neat thing that people can do and I think that's where Harry Styles was lacking last week not to bring up all that negativity that I unloaded on you guys the past two weeks but I just think this is something that Marcus King does so so well and I think he sounds a little bit like dare I say Chris Stapleton okay I think when people ask me what kind of music I like I'm like oh you know blah 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 and I like country but when I say country I'm not talking about like Morgan Wallen even though sometimes I do like some of his music but I'm thinking more of like Charlie Crockett Chris Stapleton and Marcus King and he just has that rich soulful voice that kind of brings you back to the simpler times of country and I think going to school in the south specifically in Mississippi it's so I think he just represents country music perfectly and just what it's like I, I mean, not what it's like to be from the South, but just, just that sound and that overall feeling. I feel like he conveys that really well through these songs. But here in this song, he's comparing this love he has to wildflowers and wine. And I think that's just such an interesting thing to compare love to because they're so different. So wildflowers really have no strategy for where they're going. They're wild. They're free. They kind of don't really have a plan to where they grow or how they grow or what they look like. They just kind of are. They're like these little doses of beauty throughout kind of mundane parts of nature. And then wine is just this special art that has been perfected throughout the ages. And it's this very detail-oriented process of allowing the wine to age and pressing the grapes and having, you know, this vineyard. And it just takes so much. And so I think the love he's talking about is wild and free, but it's aged and it's had this time to grow and to, to blossom. Um, and I just think that's so cool and throughout the whole song he's kind of comparing his love to an old scratchy record that plays in the background of their lives and walking through fields of evergreens and golden sunsets and just looking through 
some of the most beautiful things, simple pleasures that we have almost every day and comparing his love to that. And uh, as he gets kind of to the bridge of the song, he has this cry in his voice of just talking about how he can't help feeling the way he does about her. And it's just almost this natural thing. It's what he was made to do almost is to love her. And it's just so, so cool. And there's this smooth piano and this drum beat. And this is soul. If anyone is going to write a love song about me, just get Marcus King to do it, please. Because this is just love. Like what he's saying is like, I want to experience that. I want to feel that. And he has a little bit of organ. And so there's this kind of almost church-like sound to some of his songs of of just this grandeur and this beauty and this kind of structure and this ornateness. And there's just all of these harmonies and just all of it added together, I think, makes this one of the best love songs of all time um but i think this song really perfectly represents the sound of marcus king wildflowers wild the old scratchy record plays in the background of our lives We're still here dancing After all this time Wildflowers and wine I walk through fields Of evergreen Sing. I pick them one at a time. Wildflowers and wild. Oh, I can't help it.
don't know how you can't love him after you hear that song he just mm, he's so good this next song um was when i actually discovered while writing this show and it's called sweet mariona and this song has more of a classic country feel to it so it's less soul less groove less rhythm jazz more of you know the upbeat country twang to it but his voice is just unbeatable you just really can't beat it and he could make any song sound like the best song you have ever written and so he's talking about this girl that he calls mariona who's from california he's you know she's obviously the apple of his eye and it has kind of this interesting hawaiian island vibe to it and so he just makes a lot of these references about whenever Um, she crosses his mind the sun is gonna shine and he really just has this effect on her him and I think it's just really interesting his lyrics in this are just just as beautiful and great and that's gonna be something you're gonna get tired of hearing me say because it's just true Um, and there's this sort of like cry in the guitar it's kind of twangy it has this drawn out it's very um, I don't know how to describe it kind of island feel to it and there's a strong bass and the song is just super good and it's so simple but it has this upbeat rhythm but it but he his voice just grounds everything so nothing he writes can really be cheesy just because his voice sings in a way that makes you believe whatever he is singing or whatever he's created is just this wonderful piece of art Yeah. 
Next up is Beautiful Stranger. And this is a song that primarily focuses on the piano or the keyboard. And this is the moment a lot of you, including my mom, have been waiting for. And this is the part of the show where we go over the SDB. The stripped down ballad of the album. This is always my favorite part of the show because through this song, we get to see some of the most intimate parts of the artist and what they want to share with the world. And so this is a really interesting SDB because it doesn't really give us a lot of insight on who he is, but more of how he views the world. And so it's a song he's written about this beautiful stranger who he doesn't know, but he knows what she drinks. So this makes me think, you know, he sees her in the bar. He's either bartending or sitting at the bar next to her and knows what she's drinking and, you know, kind of has this fascination with her. And he's basically mapping out in this song their whole love story without even knowing her name. And so it's kind of one of those things where you see someone at the grocery store or at school or driving and you just kind of are like, what if we just fell in love? Like, what if this happened? And I think it sort of has this blues and soul feel to it. And it makes you believe this love is real. I swear he could sing anything. And I'd be like, yep, this is true. This is exactly what I should have always thought my whole life. But he really takes his time singing with the song. There are harmonies and vocal backings that are just so simple, but really don't overstep the song. And towards the end, there's this choir-like group of vocals that comes in towards the end that just adds everything to the song that it could ever need. And it's just really cool. It adds a lot of soul to it. But I just think it's so interesting that the SDB is about a beautiful stranger. And actually, on my way over to um, the Rebel Radio Station, I had an interaction with a beautiful stranger because I was walking and I was putting my phone in my backpack and it fell out of my hands and onto the sidewalk. And I was like, oh, oh, I hate when that happens. And I go down to grab it. And before I know it, it's someone had picked it up and given it to me and he just walked right away and I was like that is so nice and even the girl behind me commented on how nice that was and what's so funny about it is as this whole situation happened beautiful stranger was playing in my headphones and I was like this is a beautiful stranger I have no idea who he is I don't even know what his face looks like because we didn't make eye contact but I think what if this is love what if he could be my husband and I just let him walk right away from me. So I, I feel like I can relate to Marcus King on this song. If you're feeling lonely 
whiskey is the next track we're going to be going over which is just the classic title of a country song this song has that foot stomping country feeling to it which is mainly because of the bass presence in this song and i've just recently learned through doing this show how much i appreciate a good bass and i feel like a lot of times the bass player is the most underrated player in the whole band and i we're going to change that one album digest episode at a time there's also a little bit of tangerine, tambourine, not tangerine. This is not a fruit store, Phoebe. Come on, girl. There's a bit of tambourine and a whole lot of harmonica. And if any of you have ever spent more than one hour with me, you will know that I can play Piano Man by Billy Joel on the harmonica. And that's the only thing I can play on the harmonica. Um, and... A little fun fact is I've actually purchased, invested in three harmonicas, all of which have gone missing. And so I'm going to take that as a sign that I should stop playing. Um, but I guess never give up if you love what you do. And maybe I do love the harmonica. But this has that same electric guitar country twang to it. There's a little female harmony in there, which adds just some... Just a little fun spritz of female harmony in there. Like, how fun is that? It kind of switches it up. Brings some elegance to the song. And he's singing that classic country song about how too much whiskey gets you thinking about the love you lost. It takes you down onto this river of whiskey and you got to get out before it drowns you in the sea. 
That is what Marcus King says. And what wise words from Marcus King. None of us need to drown in a sea of whiskey. And so I'm so glad that this song is out here to raise awareness for not drowning in a sea of whiskey. But it just kind of talks about how it actually does have some like very serious um, ideas shared in this song of just how a lot of times alcohol can take you too far farther than you wanted to go and he has a lot of allusions to um new orleans in this song which i think is interesting he talks about cafe du monde and so maybe he had a bad weekend in nola that he's writing about and he just wants to go back to tennessee where his you know he he reminds his he's reminded of his youth and um you know he has to face what's really going on in his life. But this is too much whiskey. Too much of that old whiskey river Leave the young man
Marcus King is really just putting talent back into the music industry. And you can just tell the difference between an artist who has just worked his whole life for this passion he has and one who hasn't. And I'm so thankful Marcus King has shared his talents with us so we can enjoy them anytime we want. So next up, we're going to go to Love Song. And I sure was excited when I saw this title on this album because I was like, oh my gosh, exactly what I want. Who doesn't love a good love song? But this is definitely a different feeling. It's not so um, airy and light when you think of um, a love song. It has definitely a a deeper romantic energy to it um, with the guitar, bass, and piano. And as we've seen, learned, and heard, his voice would just make anyone's heart melt. And so what he's talking about in this song is just this idea that he wants to make this girl a song that she can hold on to. Something that is a tangible piece of evidence of their love that they have. And he just describes her as being the light in the whole of his soul. And being with her is like living in a love song. And I mean, who would have ever come up with that? He said, you know, I've never lived in a love song before, but that's what it feels like with her. How amazing. How does he come up with that? Um, And again, these are just the creative, the creative lyrics we were missing the past couple weeks of Album Digest. And it feels so good to be back around some real deep lyrics that you hear and you're like, I wish I came up with that. But not only has this girl been his rock, but she has also been his role. And so, you know, if she is his rock and role, she must be pretty awesome. And there's still some of those same vocal backing, choir-like sounds in the background of the song, which just adds this variety that isn't used as much anymore. And so it just keeps that soulful blues jazz feel to it.
guys well that's all i have for you today on this episode of album digest i hope you enjoyed this classic country rock and roll star that marcus king is i know my dad really enjoyed today's show and so i hope the same goes for all of you and we will be back next week for another episode of album digest